Hey, welcome to the Church Explained podcast. We appreciate you joining us. The Church Explained podcast is a conversation to develop your leadership and grow your church. Our goal in this podcast is to share inspirational insights and ideas, resource leaders, churches and teams through conversations with key team players at Icon Church and other invited guests. In this episode, we're going to explore the most effective ways to connect new people into the life of church. Uh, I'm Dave. And I'm Nathan. We're the host of this podcast. We are. And today we're joined uh, on this podcast by Steve Morstan. And uh, we're talking about the most effective ways to connect people into church, new people into church. Uh, A little bit of information about Steve. If you listen to our last podcast, you'll know this. um, But I picked this up from his website. Uh, Steve is one of the pastors at Soul Church, a multi-site church based in Norwich in the UK, led by the great because he might be listening again, John <laughs> and Chantel Norman. And uh, you and your wife, Rachel, spent 14, as you put on your website, life-defining years as part of the team in Hillsong, Australia. Yeah. And what's really interesting is actually you were new people's pastors at the Hills Campus, is That's that right. correct? Yep. Um, for part of that time. And then 2008, you've returned with a passion to see the church grow in the UK. And 2018. Europe. 2018, not 2008. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Great. So, uh, so you're the right person to talk to, really, aren't you? If you were doing that for so many years on uh, help, helping new people get into church. Yeah, I didn't do it for the whole time. We probably okay. did it for 18 months. I had 11 roles different wow. roles in our time there so there's two ways of looking at that either we were absolutely <laughs> rubbish and they couldn't find a place for us to fit yeah, yeah. or we were really good and so gave you everything <laughs> you can decide at the end oh, of the yeah. podcast <laughs> it's whether you've done all those 11 roles at the same time as yeah the key, i definitely didn't no, 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 no. <laughs> go ahead yeah maybe. yeah so what are, what are some of the important things or the focuses that we should have when it comes to new people coming into church um coming into the life of church Look, there's three words I always think are really important when it comes to new people, and it's these three words, celebration, assimilation, and activation. Right. They're good words, those. So yeah. the first one, if I just kick off the first one, I think it's really important that we celebrate new people. We acknowledge them. I don't know whether you've ever been on holidays to a church, and you go in, and nobody speaks to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the, ser- the service might be exceptional. The preacher might be phenomenal, but you'll never go back if nobody acknowledges you, or even better, celebrates you. Mm. I remember hearing um, an Oprah Winfrey interview, and they asked her about, of all of the shows that you've done, Oprah, what was the one life-defining lesson? And she, very surprisingly, she talked about a psychologist that had done some research on parenting. And they said that when a child walked into a room, they were looking to see that they were acknowledged and celebrated by their parent. Mm -hmm. And if the parent would look at them and how are you and smile, they grew up with a healthy sense of identity. If they just ignored them, they grew up with insecurities. So I thought, wow, what an amazing thought that Mm. that's the one, of all of the great world leaders Mm. that Oprah has interviewed, that's the one thing she took away. Mm. And it made me realize every person is looking to be celebrated. Every person that's new to your church is subconsciously asking this question. Did you actually notice me? Did you see that I was here? Or do you just treat me as a number in your system? Mm. So what are some of the ways that like churches can celebrate a new person? Some of the practical ways is making sure they get a great welcome as they walk in. I know you guys have been really intentional on this. Mm. 
people at the door, people in the foyer, people as they walk into the auditorium. We used to have spotters who adopt a row in Hillsong, welcoming them into their seats. So I think that's really important. Then when the service starts, acknowledging new, new people. When the MC moment comes, acknowledging them again. When the preacher starts, acknowledge them. If someone makes a decision. So we would aim to acknowledge new people three or four times just in the service. Wow. Uh, we'd give them a red bag with gifts. You know, different people have different ways of doing it. But the delivery mechanism is up to you. The mm. principle is mm. celebrate new people, acknowledge them. So I, I like that idea, celebrate new people. We'll get on to the other words in, in a moment. So ju just trying to think of that, because that sounds like a system really, doesn't it? You know, do, do you think churches need to have some sort of system? Uh, doesn't matter what size they are, but do you think they need a system? Look, I think before the system comes the culture. I like that. And, the, and the value. Yeah. Because you can have all the systems in the world, but if, you're, if your heart doesn't beat for new people, if you're not passionate yeah. about new people, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what system you've got. People will sniff it. Mm. All right? I go running with John Norman, and you know, every now and then a dog will appear, and I hate dogs. Because I, I, I went door-to-door -door knocking when I was 13 for Jesus, and a little dog came out and bit my ankle. So <laughs> since then, I've never liked dogs. So now, whenever I go running, if there's a dog... They'll run past John and start barking at me. They fear the they smell, can the fear, don't sniff they? it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they can tell, and I reckon new people can tell whether we actually really value them wow. and are interested. It's yeah. not about the system. So, yeah. so you could have all that system, as you say, but I actually, if there's no heart in that system, yeah. heart and it's missing the point. And value. One thing I love about John Nolan, I mean, he's called it Soul Church Reading. He is passionate about souls. Yeah. And I've said this a number of times. I feel really challenged by him. He's a chaplain in the club, Norwich yeah. City Football Club. And he's literally had a, half of the playing staff, most of the management team on the front row stood with him. So when you, you, when you stand up and you preach and you see someone who's playing in the Premier League, you become much more aware of new people. And, Are we talking I, about Norwich? Yes. Norwich. <laughs> Norwich aren't in the Premier League. Well, they were though. last year. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going back this year. Just yes, correct it quickly. Yes, correct it. Wipe that out. <laughs> <laughs> but it, do you know what I mean? It's, it's the principle. And when yeah. was the last time you as a church leader brought someone new to church? Because you see it through different yeah. eyes. You see it about as being more than a system. You, you notice when somebody acknowledges them and spends a bit of time and has mm. the conversation. Mm. So I think... The cultural value comes first, then the system has got to back it up. Wonderful. Yeah. So the second word was assimilation. Assimilation. So that's probably more where you've got the system. And that can be, you know, it can be a million different ways of doing it. At the moment, we're, we're experimenting with something mm. in, in Soul Church. Um, I resisted this. We, we talked about doing this in Brisbane about four years ago, and that's QR codes. Okay, yeah. I had all the cutting edge. Yeah, yeah. We've got to get QR codes to assimilate people into groups and teams. And mm. I, I resisted it. And the reason I resisted it is this. I, th I think when it comes to church life, you've got to be two words, high touch and high tech. Touch right. means the soft skills. Tech means the hard skills. Mm. No, I don't like the word touch. It sounds a bit weird. But if you yeah. go with me, from, <laughs> yeah, we've got to be high it. tech and high touch. And I, and I thought the QR code was a bit too high tech. Whereas now, because of COVID, everyone is used to whipping out their yeah. phones and scanning a QR code. Yeah. So at the moment, we're going to stick these QR codes on the back of the chairs because mm. we've been using them to check in to church. Now everyone's familiar. So now, just to make it easy for people that want to get acknowledged but don't necessarily want to go to a welcome lounge, mm. we're going to stick QR codes yeah. on the back of chairs. Hey, yeah. if you're new, why don't you just scan your code? Yeah. 
that way we know that you're part of our church so high tech high touch and i think that that it comes into a relevancy as well because i think um we'd have to teach a lot of our church how to use a qr code whereas now we don't have to do that absolutely and it's part of their life exactly uh, part of their life so they're so used to it that actually it's it's something that we're able to use as well yeah exactly right nathan mm. it, it's interesting you're talking about obviously um that celebration yeah and um we we on our welcome cards we used to have like a little part that used to say like it, it was kind of like a feedback little bit yeah and uh, all the time as a church we'd get our uh, such a friendly church which was great, yeah? but then we'd be like, yeah, but we don't want, just want to be a friendly church. We want to be a church of friends. Very and good. I guess that talks into the assimilation and building that. And again, does that come into like, again, a culture thing rather yeah. than just a system? I, I really do think you've hit on, hit on it there. It's, it's that value of when you come to church, do you just talk to your friends or do you talk, ever talk to anyone that's mm. new? Mm. So we do a, we call it a PSG, a pre-service gathering where we gather all the volunteers. And John will often come in and say, guys, we all know each other. When you spill out into the foyer, it's now about talking to someone that's new, someone yeah. that looks different to you, someone that smells different to you. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure our mission is to love on people, care for them, connect with them. So I absolutely agree. It's a cultural value. Yeah, so you, you got to be intentional about that sort of stuff, 100%. Don't you? Because yeah. if people are so used to being in a group, you know, there's got to be something where we're encouraging them to get out of that group and just having that conversation with somebody. Yeah. So let's try and draw this out a little bit because we've touched a little bit about this idea of um, have things changed within church in the sense of welcoming new people. Uh, I think they have, but one, because we're online a lot of the time at yeah. the minute. And even when we get out of lockdown, depending when this airs, but when we get out of lockdown, the question is, is you know, do the old ways work? You know, clearly some of them may not work, and hence QR codes. What's your thinking on that? Does it work? Some of the stuff we've done before, you know, the welcoming people, being there for them, or, or is there something more that we need to do? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's interesting you, might, you mentioned this. Does it work? Is it effective? When we're in Hillsong, obviously it's a huge church, yeah. and we had an amazing team and amazing resources. And so when, when we were part, as well as being the new people's past, I... I one of my jobs was connect group pastor, then the volunteer pastor. So I was in this whole assimilation mm. world for a number of years. Yeah. So one of the things we, we employed a, a guy who was a data data miner. And so what he did was everyone's details that we'd entered into High, my Hillsong, which was our follow-up system, he would track them over several years and produce statistical reports on how effective wow. we were being, which was really fascinating. Mm. So we found out, for example, that if someone joined the church, and this is true of any church, not just Hillsong, uh, and if you do nothing, there's uh, something like a 4% chance they'll still be there next year. Wow. So it's actually a very small number if you do nothing. However, we found that if we made a call in week one, it would double to about 8%. So just, just explain just that a little bit. Just a single call. So, so they're in church. Yeah. Someone acknowledges them, gets their details on a card. Okay. Card gets entered and a, like a, a phone leader call, email, phone calls something. Them. Yep. So statistically, we could prove that there's an 8% chance that they'd be there. Now, here's the interesting one. If you got them in a group within the first six months, you've got them into relationship. 
the statistical chance that they'd be there, guess guess what it would be. Come on, have, have a guess, boys. What do you reckon? 35. What do you think? 60. It was actually 56%, wow. statistically. If you got them serving on a team, wow. so it's not just assimilation, it's activation, it was 64%. Wow. So you think about that. There's an eight-fold multiplier. They're eight times more likely if you can get them in relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's why our whole focus was to get them into either a group or into a team. Now, the one, the one factor that was really interesting was there was a negative. So if there's a 4% chance they'll be there, mm. there's one factor which was 3%, and that was this. If you connected with them and they were expecting you to call them and you didn't, Oh, okay. If you're a group leader or a team yeah. leader, it went down to 3%. Wow. Yeah. Because in their head, they thought, well, they don't care about me. Yeah. Mm. It's got nothing to do with the system. No. Yeah. Everything to do with when the kid walks in the room, does somebody see them? Yeah. So, again, it's about genuine, authentic friendliness, love, compassion. You can have all the systems in the world, yeah. but it's the personal touch. That makes a difference. I think that's great, that personal touch, because even when we were a smaller church, um, and you might not have loads of staff or even volunteers yeah. to, to be able to do that, one of the things we used to do is, like, we'd send a letter, yeah. and that'd come from uh, our pastors, Paul and Jeannie. And, you know, there's families who, like, came to the area, were looking for church, yeah. and they've said, we came back because we got a letter. Absolutely. We came back to somebody noticed me because we got a letter. Somebody celebrated me, and, and it's going that extra step, isn't it? As yeah. well, like just a bit of a side note. But we we ordered some tea. Uh, I'm a bit of a coffee drinker, but we ordered some tea from Fortin and Mason in uh, London. And when they sent out the tea, actually it came with a little card. It was gold stamped. Come on. To say, hey, we appreciate you for buying our tea. And I thought, oh, that could probably work in church to have a gold stamp. Just, you know, going that extra mile, yeah. isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. Where, we can, where, where we're really passionate about people, but not just because they're a number, but actually because they're important. Yeah. And I think mm -hmm. that's the thing. Because I, I guess in some settings, people can just see them as, and this is the danger, that they see them as an asset or, or as a number. Yeah. There's danger in that as well, though, isn't there? Yeah, and I think if, if the church becomes too corporate, mm. especially big churches, I think Brits are, have this thing about big churches, they're a little bit suspicious. So yeah, yeah. you've got to make sure you get that message, message across. We're actually a small church with a lot of people. Mm. We still, so I had a similar story recently to your Fortnum. I'm not as posh as you, so I don't go to Fortnum, <laughs> but I, I get a Gusto box. All right, oh, yeah, have you ever okay. had a Gusto box? And no, no, no. Because I'd been, we'd had these during lockdown. We'd been with them for six months, and I was opening the box, and there was this massive bar of chocolate. I'm thinking, well, I didn't order that. I know mm. exactly what I order on that. And then there's a little card saying, because you've been a faithful cost, we just wanted to send you this. Mm. And again, Gusto went from being a system to someone who was actually interested in me. Mm. Yeah. And that's the challenge for us as churches. Yeah. Can we genuinely communicate our heart mm. to people that we're interested in them? Wow. No, that's really good. So we've had celebration, assimilation, and I forgot your third one. Activation. Activation. Look, Dave remembered. He's a yeah. good fellow, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's got a good memory. Well, assimilation <laughs> just reminds me of Star Trek and the Borg. We will assimilate you, you know? The, the, the nerd guy. is coming out. Yeah. Yeah. The nerd yeah. is coming yeah. out. But the last one, go ahead then. Let's, let's, let's finish on that one because that's a great one as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so activation is if we see each person that walks through the door 
as a gift from God. Ephesians 2.10, like you're his that. workmanship, created in Christ Jesus mm. for good works. Yeah. So I genuinely try when I talk to a person is I ask a few questions really quick to think about the gifts and the abilities and the talents that have just walked in with them. Mm. They're a whole person. And I'm like, how could they help us? How could they be part of the mission? And I, I've met people, I say, you are a phenomenal communicator. Have you, you ever thought about speaking? No. And they're like blown away that you think like that. So mm. I think the more we can get people engaged in the things that they're passionate about. And that, that, I think that's crucial, that really, isn't oh, it? It's not just making everyone a host, yeah. which can be our default, yeah. but finding out what do you actually love? What would you love to do? Mm. And so I love the fact that we have the opportunity to, to see people as the gifts that God has entrusted to us. Mm. And how can we, I know this is big for you guys, how can we see them flourish? Yeah. yeah. I love that thought about your yeah, church. Yeah. So that's about activation, getting them in touch with the reason that they were put on yeah, earth for yeah. and serving the mission. It comes back to the uh, the serving as well. Yeah. That actually they're more likely to still be around from the statistics yeah. that if you do, you know, using that language, activate them. But, yeah. but I, I guess, you know, like the key is I'm not just going to activate you in – you can serve the teas and coffees, yeah. but I'm actually going to find out about yeah. you. And it, and again, it goes back to that cultural thing of it's not just a system or a process trying to get people to this point, yeah. but actually now I'm going to value you as a person and really see the gifts and flourish yeah. uh, for people. Are, are there some practical ways that you, you guys do that? Maybe at Soul Church or Hillsong do that? Look, we, we, we've attempted loads and loads of different systems at one stage we did the gift exchange which was you know an online questionnaire tell us about your gifts your experiences your talents and then we've got all of the teams in our church to put them online and try and uh get get them working together together. and we had some but limited success because again if you try and make the system the answer it's never the answer Mm. it's about the people and the conversation so yes we do we call it soul track some churches call it growth track where they come in week one, they meet John and Chantel. Week two, hear yeah. about our values. Week three, it's how we can activate them. And but again, the system will always break down. But if you get the right people, the right connectors, mm. and and create the culture where there's the right conversations mm. with a system, you've got a much much better chance. I see volunteering a bit like joining the M1. There's lots of on ramps. Mm. So whether they get onto the M1 through Soul Track or whether it's through meeting. John and Chantel, mm. or whether it's a friend said, hey, I'm, I'm serving on streets this week, come and join me. Mm. doesn't matter how they get on the on-ramp, let's just get them activated yeah. and on there however we can. You used a word there called connectors. Yeah. And I've heard this used in some settings that I've been in, especially around Hillsong, that people like, I'm going to connect you with someone. Yeah. Is, that, is that a key? I think it is. I think the people that you have in areas like the foyer are really important. You want the people people, mm. all right? not just the person that was available. Mm. All right, You actually want the right people with the right <laughs> gift set. I, I kind of see the church as the auditorium is where you connect with God, the foyer is where you connect with people. Mm. And they're both really important. So creating environments in the foyer where there's coffee and great atmosphere, where people can hang and you can actually have those conversations. Hey, let me introduce you to so-and-so. Mm. Where that's happening organically, it's much yeah. healthier than someone signs up on a card, goes into a computer, it's referred to a team member who may or may not be 
functional at that time who then yeah, makes yeah. a call and they may or may not be in when the call is made. Mm. It's a seven-step process, whereas if it's a convo, oh, man, let me introduce you to this Northern Irish guy who says the word error. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, you will love him. He does podcasts. All right, so it's about finding the gift Great. and then connecting them with the right person. Mm. So I had a little sledge yeah. you there, Dave. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, did. you didn't come back at me. <laughs> well, uh, we're not over yet. We're not over yet. We're going to put something in at the back end. That's what we're thinking of. Hey, it's been great for you to share some uh, very helpful insights. I, I, I really do like that because I think a lot of times churches have got focused on the system. And it's good just to bring it back to it is to do with the culture and the heart of the people and the heart of the leaders. Because if they don't care about people, yeah. and that's an awful thing to say, but sometimes... Leaders are so busy, they're not even thinking about yeah. new people coming in through the doors. So I think bringing it back to the heart and back to the culture is is the key thing. And it doesn't matter what size of church you are. So there yeah. could be a church watching today, there could be a small church, you know, and they may think, we, like as Nathan said, we have no teams, mm. you know, we have no people to put in place, but it's to do with the heart, isn't it? Yeah. And, and if we treat people, one of the terms you used there was people are a gift. And if we see those people as a gift and mm. treat them as a gift, then actually... That's the thing that'll make the yeah. difference. Yeah, it's good, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been great to do this episode and look at new people. And I uh, just want to encourage you, maybe you've got to think around that celebration, assimilation, activation. Yeah, remember remembered them. them. I remember. Well done, three there. <laughs> uh, maybe you've got to do that. But we want to thank you, Steve, for being part of this podcast and the previous one as well. And it's I an know, I know for sure that we'll get you back on. And just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has listened to the Church Explained podcast. Wherever you're consuming this content, then uh, please share, like, subscribe, Send it on to somebody who uh, would really benefit from hearing what the, uh, we've talked about today. Plus, I also want to point you towards our icon.church forward slash open, icon open, where there are free resources for you as a church. Uh, it's been great to be together today, and we can't wait uh, to join together for our next episode of the Church Explained podcast. We'll see you soon.